What is going on today, everybody? My name is David Gibbs, and I am the host and founder of this podcast that you are listening to, SIDcast. If this is your very first experience with SIDcast, go ahead and follow us over on Twitter and like us on Facebook as we continue to push for our pursuit of 500 followers on both platforms there, as well as you can also find us on Instagram at SportsInfoCast. We will be doing some Instagram takeover things for people to, you know, just kind of showcase their episodes coming up. Future guests are going to be doing some things. And a little personal note here, I want to say thank you to everybody who sent me birthday wishes. I also want to thank everybody that said, you know, wished me good luck whenever I moved in here. I am all moved in and I am set to go and I am recording as of right now from a walk-in closet. You know, my uh, my studio isn't quite set up yet, so if you hear a little bit of an echo, I'll do my, the best that I can to get rid of it, but if you hear that, that is definitely what that is. So as far as everything is concerned, my neighbors are nice. Uh, everybody's real quiet. I like it over here. It's still kind of weird to me. There are people... There's an elderly couple that lives next to me, and then there are people here that are like just starting their families, and it's strange coming from a college atmosphere to being in, in, in this apartment complex about five minutes away from campus. But what I want to share with you guys today, we do have Ben Stockwell of Assumption College coming on, and if you're new to this kind of little segment that we do here on Tuesdays, it is very new, and when I say new, I mean this is episode number two. It's a Tuesday talk where I'll talk maybe just... 10 minutes maximum about some things that are related to the episode coming out on Thursday without actually spoiling what's coming out on Thursday. I'll kind of allude to that here pretty soon. So let's get started today. And this one is going to be about social media strategy. And I do, I did some research and now I'm not saying by any means necessary that I am a professional social media strategist. The only thing that I've really managed are a couple team accounts as well as the SID cast personal account as well as you know some short-lived other Twitter personal accounts from, from some business ventures that I, I try to do. But we will start today. My first thing I have for you guys is when is the best time to post on social media? According to socialmediatoday.com, the best time to post on Facebook happens between 9 a.m., 1 p.m., 3 p.m., and that it will be it on Sunday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And as far as Twitter, it's always Wednesday, according to this study, at 12, 3, 5, and 6. And then for Instagram, Monday and Thursday are the best times at 2 a.m., which is, you know, kind of strange, but I, I totally see it because what else are you going to do at 2 a.m.? And then you can also post at 8, 9, and 5 p.m., except 8, 9 a.m. and 5 p.m., the best advice that came out of that article was to stay consistent and tailored to your audience. And we will talk about that here in just a minute. And then another one by our good friend Kevin DeShazo, who's a part of the Sport Leadership Podcast. In uh, a piece he wrote for Fieldhouse Media, it's rather lengthy and I will try and kind of concise his points that he has. But I really like this article and I kind of want to summarize it for you guys today as it pertains to the episode coming out. But the first and foremost one coming up with the social media strategy is to clarify your identity. I mean, what is your voice? What is your brand? And what do you what do your fans perceive your brand? We both have the fortune and unfortune of having this perceived identity about your university, about your institution, and your athletic department, with the exception of of very few. Uh, that there are 100 years of history ahead of you. And then we will talk a little bit more about that, how to use that kind of audience and use that community because that's what you really have to do. The only thing is when coming with your identity, and we'll talk about this here a little bit as far as a Cosidic survey was concerned, but 
you need to have limited access. According to this article by Kevin DeShazo, only one, two, maybe three people should be running your team account. If you have too much or too many people, there could be an inconsistent clarification or clarification of your story being told, and that's where it gets a little dangerous and it gets a little murky waters. And then you could also choose when to speak and when to stay silent, and that'll also kind of speak towards your brand, and it does have a perceived effect that's not about what you mean, it's about how it looks, kind of, especially when it comes to social media where it's hard to interpret some things when it's just scrolling through on your phone. The next point that he had was create measurable goals. What metrics are you trying to accomplish? Your goals will spend spill into other departments. That means tickets, fundraising, sponsorship, merchandise, and the media outside. And determine what success looks like to you. And again, that kind of tailors back towards the metrics. I mean, what, what are you guys trying to accomplish? Is it increasing ticketing sales? Is it increasing maybe some, I don't know, attendance that you have to have? Or, I mean, what, what is your goal that you have to have? And then... F- The next point that he has is create content. How do you differentiate content on channels? And we will talk about this a little bit in the upcoming episode on Thursday about what role both Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, maybe even Snapchat have. I know that there's just a couple people out there, or maybe not a couple. I know that there's a couple hundred of you out there that say Snapchat is very important, and there's a couple hundred of you that say Snapchat is not important. How do you differentiate content on channels? As I said, what type of content matters and we again, we will talk about this. I don't really want to spoil it, but I, I believe I read another article that happened to be about what is the best to post where, where Instagram might have been a photo album, where Twitter might be live updates, and then Facebook is best for uh, sort of a live video. Another quote that came away from the article by Kevin DeShazo that I, I really, really like is the best kind of content is personal engagement. Listen and respond to your fans. That is something that we have been reiterating over and over as we start talking about branding with each and one, each and every single one of our guests, it seems like. But you need to listen and respond to your fans. What's going to work for, for one person is not probably not going to work for you. And that's okay because we all have different alumni bases, different student bases. We're different regions of the country with different sociological backgrounds. I mean, it, it ranges all over the place and you just have to be able to listen and respond with that personal engagement because that is basically what people are trying to get out of Twitter and, and what they're trying to get out of Instagram is something that they can't get anywhere else. And you have to be able to respond to the demand of your fans. And that'll kind of take, go right into this point that we have here of cho- choosing your channels. Where are your fans or what are they talking about? And that could be about your brand or about anything else. And where can you get your best return on investment? And that kind of goes back to this next point. But I want to mention this first is if you're making an effort into something, maybe making weekly videos or maybe making these cool little crazy graphics, it's taking and that they're taking you like three hours to complete and you get maybe limited response that you think I mean try something else or maybe you're just putting your efforts into something that just straight up isn't working and that it's not it's not you it's about your fan base and about your student base and it's about your alumni base and it, it can go on and on and on and what can be best achieve excuse me where can we best achieve our goals is the next one where on earth are you going to be able to find the right channel, the right return on investment, and then find your actual fans on which channel. That's something that you have to ask yourself. 
and where do you have the time and resources to be great and that all goes back to where are you spending the most effort in and is it worth it and you need to capitalize on your community like I said before, you have hundreds of years of history before you to kind of utilize. You have all these symbols on campus and you already have this perceived perception of what is your university and what is your athletic department. So let's let's explore that. Let's listen to our audience and listen to our fan base and actually capitalize on that and maybe create some content that are more tailored to that. Maybe some things that will respond well with alumni as well as also hit a tone with maybe some undergrad students or maybe some graduate students. The next one I had was on LinkedIn about 2015. It was by Chris Syme. I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing that wrong. I, pro I probably am. And the article is entitled The College Athletics Social Media Marketing Blueprint for Success. And it actually was based off of a COSIDA survey. And I don't know how many of you were actually a part of that survey. But most use all four channels. That meaning Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and I believe YouTube was the next one. 11% have a single admin, and that kind of goes back to the point that we had about being consistent with, with your brand. How many people are actually on your social media channels trying to tell your story, and could, could the waters get murky? That is just incredibly important to make sure that everybody is on the same exact page. 37%, excuse me, I don't know how, why I'm having such a hard time talking tonight. 37% have four to six admins, and that's at that point where you might you know, feel a little bit of a danger zone. How do your staff know what they're talking about and what they need to be talking about in order to reach your metrics and reach your goals in order to make this athletic department of yours flourish? The next point that I was on there was 35% believe that Facebook is most important, 65% believe Twitter is most important. And that is something that we will talk about on Thursday as far as where your efforts should be for what different things, not saying that one or the other is the most important, but depending on what kind of content you're putting out, one channel may be more important than the other. And then 64% had a goal or strategy, which is fantastic. I mean, there are some of you out there that may be striving to be on those top 10 leaderboards and maybe on the d2socialmedia.com, d3socialmedia.com, whatever it is, good for you. And then there are some of you that may be trying to go out and actually increase ticketing sales or maybe increasing a fan experience or maybe even just trying to find a new channel. Maybe you're some sort of pioneer in the social media realm and that's completely fine. It's whatever is up to you and whatever you believe is the best strategy. And I know that you guys will come up with the best strategy and that you already have for your institution. That is all I have for you guys today. We're going on 11 minutes right now. If you haven't already, go on over to Twitter and Facebook using backslash sports info cast because SIDcast is already taken. And be sure to look out on Thursday where we will talk about, be sure to look out on Thursday where we have Ben Stockwell of Assumption College coming on to talk here on SIDcast. I thank you all very much and I hope to see you all on Thursday.